0: Welcome to I'll Marry You, a podcast with me, Olivia Coleman, full of tips and tricks from the UK wedding scene, interviews with industry experts, and a whole lot of oversharing. I know it's the count—the countdown gets people every time. I'm still here. It's good. And it's such a short countdown. It's only five seconds. I feel like a good countdown should be at least a minute and a half. At least. Olivia from Host Wedding and Events, my glamorous, gorgeous, glamazonian. How are you? Wow, well, that was an intro and I know, a half. I know. Thank you so you are, much. Because not only on your Instagram this morning were you looking so glamorous, even though you did admit you had a filter on. I, do you know what, my mum tells me off for filtering, but why wouldn't you?
1: I know, right? It probably shouldn't, but you know, when you have two very small children and you're juggling life. Um, sometimes you do
0: need that little filter. Just You've got to have you a well. filter. Yeah. I think as long as you know that everyone's filtered and no one looks like that, then that's fine. yeah just Absolutely. Filter the I didn't realise you were a mama. I
1: am, yes. Um, I have two little boys. They keep me very busy. How old and are it, they? So five and two. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: All good, all good. Um, god, you must be so how do you do it?
1: I'm just one of those that likes to be busy. Oh, good. <laughs> and I I sure am busy, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah and you've got have you got a little one as well
0: yes I've got a little demon
1: <laughs> she was crawling all over you on a oh my story in the other day and she looked like the cutest little
0: thing ever she is adorable but she's also like a lot which I mean she's my child right so when she started speaking really I mean we're getting totally off topic we'll talk about weddings in a minute Karen <laughs> um but when she when she started speaking really well really early and I was like god her language is just next level and everyone was like live you literally don't shut up like you literally- <laughs> she is imitating yeah. her mama you just I just talk constantly and um yeah I so I guess that's she's got no choice in the matter really so we've established that you're a one hot mama you're a big boss babe hot mama you own host wedding and events so you are a wedding planner a coordinator what do you call yourself fabulous <laughs>
1: Fabulous, darling. No, um, I am a wedding planner, and as we know in the biz, wedding planners and wedding coordinators are are two kind of different things. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, wedding planners. And actually, this is really cheesy and cliche, but I call myself a wedding friend.
0: (laughs) I I knew I knew you'd laugh at this because it is hilarious. That is Um, so. That is so. That's like it's wonderful, but like it's it's a lot. (laughs) It's it's so cheesy. It's cheese on a plate. But I know what you mean though, because actually, no, I do know what you mean. Because when when people say to me, oh, you're just a celebrant. I'm like, well, no, actually, like I do the ceremony, but I become their friend. So Literally. I get it. I get friend, it.
1: Friend and therapist.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. We should be paid more for the therapy sessions <laughs> that we have to put up with. Like the dramas that we have to listen to. And actually you must get it a lot because you're a planner. So the you also is, get yeah. them the, the family drama, don't oh, you? Oh,
1: I have to tell you a story, right? Oh my, my God, straight my couple, into it. I love it. My couple won't mind me sharing no, this. No. But when I when they booked me, this was years ago now, probably eight years ago, they booked me and the first thing the bride said to me was, my mum doesn't want me to book you. I was like, <gasps> right, okay. Oh, gosh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I lit. I won her over, basically. She did did she say didn't, why? Yeah, she didn't feel that it was required, having a planner. And I, I get that. There's okay, so, so it wasn't like people. a personal thing? No, no, not at all. But <laughs> it wasn't just you? No, she was just like, we can do this ourselves. We don't need a planner, blah, blah, blah. They're having a massive marquee wedding in the countryside, and they definitely did need help. Yeah. And I think there's some education that needs to happen, you know, planners are I mean I, I'd be a very very rich lady basically if every time someone said to me we wish we had a planner for our oh wedding oh my
0: god yeah you know and every time get
1: the same sort of response and hindsight's a wonderful thing and she was very yeah tentative throughout the whole what process was that? yeah
0: what was that like with the mum yeah was like, very tentative oh,
1: and and I didn't you can send my money direct <laughs> yeah. you can just <laughs> make me a check out so I, I didn't madam. Have to, I didn't work with her very much I worked with a couple but on the actual wedding day it was mentioned in the speech so her brother mentioned it in the speech and said oh we do want to mention Olivia you know she's been absolutely amazing she had a really rough time with our mum who basically <gasps> didn't want to hire her no! um, and oh the my mom, god and Why then and you then say <laughs> that and the mum came on, and she said, "I love her. She's made this wedding complete. She's yeah, done everything, you did. and she gave me a massive hug. And mm. it was all amazing. But
0: yeah, there's a little. I ditty bet she for really you. enjoyed that wedding breakfast, especially the humble pie that she ate for dessert.
1: <laughs> but it's all good. And you know, weddings bring out the best and the
0: worst in people, oh don't they? God, don't they? The best and the worst. Do you know what? Every it it, it amazes me the second you get a ring on it people have an opinion and Mm -hmm. it's people that you don't really care about their opinions but it's people who have an opinion not only do they have this opinion they must share with you but also it's a it's an opinion they've had for a very long time and they feel very strongly about it and you know so I'm going to tell you this now first of all I've never heard this before mum second of all I'll do what I bloody well want like why are you telling me this people people get weird with weddings
1: They absolutely do, and um, I mean, I saw it firsthand in in my own getting married and and all of that came with that. But honestly, the things that it's yeah funny, that isn't happen, it? it is. I've got lots. <laughs> this of is... I
0: could write a book. I literally well, could write a book. People should do a podcast. This is what I'm saying. I I, people, I should just tell everyone everything. I realize that I'm sort of stuck in a catch twenty two because I want to tell everyone everything, but also I I, I can't do everything because <laughs> I'll get yeah assumed. exactly. So tell me, tell me, my darling, when, how did it all begin? Where did it all start? How long has it been going?
1: A long, long time ago when I was at school, actually many, many years ago now. And um, I was one of those kind of geeky students that wanted to get involved with all of the planning and organisation of the
0: Love Christmas that.
1: parties and the yeah. proms and all of that. You can imagine the scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah goody, yeah. goody two Luckily, you're
0: pretty. Otherwise, you would have been totally well, screwed.
1: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I was looking at university courses and someone said to me, do you know what, Liv? You would be amazing at planning parties. And there is a course that does just that. And I went. Oh, are you joking? That sounds like my idea of absolute heaven. I'm. I'm there. I'm for that. I want to plan parties my whole life. That sounds fab. Yeah. And I, I looked it up, and lo and behold, there was event management degrees. And so, went to Cheltenham uh, University of Gloucestershire, mm-hmm. and I uh, undertook a four year degree in event management with business management. Learn everything about events, all different types of events, not just weddings. And then I worked in a venue and that was it. I was sold. Weddings was what I wanted to do. I love people and yeah. uh, it was definitely my bag.
0: So, so when I, did you go from venue to, to host?
1: So uh, I was actually headhunted to run a brand new wedding venue just north of Bristol and oh. I accepted the proposal even though I was literally fresh out of university and I didn't know what I was doing in terms of running an establishment yeah and um yeah hit the ground running and set up a, a wedding venue that is really successful now that's amazing and, can um, you mention the wedding venue I or- yeah it's called old down estate lovely Old down I've manor it's beautiful it's, it's a beautiful place and um yeah but my life m- moved on I had a family and yeah. I decided that actually I wanted to do this um for myself yeah. and actually prior to that I'd been doing it on and off um with the you know the venue knew what I was doing on on the side if right yeah. like. yeah. um, there was no there was no conflict of interest it was no. it was great because I could recommend people the venue if they needed to etc but generally marquee weddings in the countryside I live in south gloucestershire so got the most beautiful um places around here to get married mm. And so did lots of marquee weddings and that started about eight years ago. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I also help venues, uh, with, their marketing and sales. So I also, I've been there, done that with the marketing, um, and sales at the vet wedding venue. So I now help wedding venues, um, sell out and stand out in the bridal market. You're a one-stop so... shop, babe,
0: aren't you? You're <laughs> I one just stop... love
1: it. I can't get enough of it.
0: Well, this is, it's addictive, isn't it? Yeah. It it's is. like proper addictive. And I don't know, you must get this, but like the adrenaline and the high that you get at the end, like for me at the end of the ceremony or, or for you at the end of the day like as you're driving away, it's it's really addictive, that natural high that you have.
1: It is unbelievable. And it is why I do what I do, because it is a really tough gig. It's a tough oh, job. Oh, God, yeah. And actually... Before going to university and studying events, I wanted to be a West End actress. So <gasps> I I wanted Don't. to be on the Don't. stage, darling. You know, oh my god, we could have been a duet. Oh yes, the two lips like we oh. said before. Well, yeah, it would have been stuff of dreams. Um, so why didn't you pursue it? I didn't pursue it because, well, lots of reasons. But it's a really competitive world, you know, the yeah. acting world, theatre world, theatre land. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I wasn't down for it back then. And You've got to be
0: pretty thick-skinned.
1: You you really do, yeah. yeah. And I, I do amateur uh, theatre now in my spare time, musical theatre, which I love absolutely it. love. But there's so many similarities between weddings and performing. You yes. are performing. You're performing. Like, yeah. you know, like you do. Like, everything you do, you, you perform. Not in a non-genuine way. No. I mean, like, you are part of the entertainment industry. This, what we do... As wedding professionals mm. is entertainment and mm. creating memories lasting memories for people and I feel so like lucky and honored mm. to be part of that world
0: don't you it's 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 a huge honor and I was thinking the other day about why I love it so much and because I didn't realize that you were that you did all that because I've got. Um, I did performing arts at university, and I was very similar to you. I was always dreamt of doing being on stage and things, but actually I don't have the thick skin, and I didn't want to move to London and work as a waitress in a cocktail bar. That was just a bit of my audition. Uh, mm-hmm. You got it. You points. got the part. Thank, Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Um, but I was thinking about it, and I was like, why? Well, I, I think something that is similar in both industries is the innate. Desire to please other people, not as in people pleasing, but as in like to make them happy. Absolutely. I think if you are if you are a person who wants to be on the stage or who wants to act or sing or write or create art or whatever, you're doing that for other people to put happiness out there and to inspire people. And for me, it, I kind of thought, do you know, what I just I always wanted to do comedy because I like to make people laugh because I like to make people happier than before I was there and I get to do that in weddings
1: yeah and you do it so well and so effortlessly you're so funny honestly stop your content just
0: makes me know, howl. Uh, when I put on this morning that I look like cracks I've done a hair mask and one of my best friends messaged me and she was like you really need to stop being so yourself,
1: I know, never, I know. Never stop. Never stop. No, it's brilliant. And yes, I think
0: we are people pleasers, aren't we? Yeah, we we go out of our way for other people. Yes. Yeah, that's what you want, Without isn't it. it? So, what? How long ago did you leave the venue behind and go completely on your own? Gosh, that was seven, about seven years ago. Now, yeah. So. Were you were you scared to do that? Were you nervous to do that, or were you quite? A, I think
1: of- I think when you go from being employed to mm. self-employed, mm. it's a real risk. You know, you have a mortgage to pay, bills to pay, things to pay for. It's it's scary, and you yeah. think, is this going to work? But I've always had um, an entrepreneurial side to me. Um, I come from you know business people my grandfather's a, a fantastic businessman and he's a real hero of mine and i've really oh. looked up to him and and business was always something just in my blood yeah so it was definitely something i wanted to do so i just i did it it was the right time and yeah here
0: we are so you it. must have like you say when you were growing up then you loved organizing things at school and and that kind of being a part of the backstage, so to speak. I see we're talking theatre talk now. Oh, yes, we are. (laughs) I can't help it. It's in my blood. Um, You liked being the backstage and and organising all these things. So I suppose by nature then, because being a wedding planner, you've got to be, I mean, you can't have like a clumsy, unorganised, late wedding planner, can you? (laughs) So you've got to have had these skills. I suppose you learn your craft, but you, as a person, you must be very organised.
1: Yeah, I am, I think. And I like to have things in place. And I guess it's kind of having that control and and just knowing that everything's there, ready to go.
0: And Are you like that at home, though? Because you know some people, it's like if you're married to a hairdresser, you've got shit hair, or <laughs> I'm married to a mechanic, my car's broken. Do you know what I mean? So are you at home? Are you just like, yeah, um, boys, eat Mars bars for breakfast, do whatever you no, want, I, don't I go to school?
1: I'm a massively practical um mum in that way like i
0: make sure everything's you know to the letter but Obviously, we're all human. Do you run? Do you run the school run like you would run a wedding? Like, right? We're going out <laughs> yes, at seven forty-five hours. Don't be late. Oh, <laughs> top button up. Photo yeah. call. Yeah, photo call. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, not quite. But um... don't leave the best man behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally. <laughs> do you know what? I think they'd be brilliant in the business in uh, twenty years' time. They'd be absolutely <laughs> hilarious little double act. Um, no, my husband might disagree, but I, I think I'm pretty. Pretty organised, but yeah, I think in a different way at, at home. You know, it's, it's different. I haven't got a clipboard and well, you know, do you know radios what
0: radios and <laughs> yes, clipboard. That's it, isn't it? As soon as you've got a clipboard, I wear spectacles as well. So when spectacles and the clipboard, people think you're instantly incredibly <laughs> intelligent and knowledgeable. People look at just, me every, every wedding like I'm in charge. I'm like, I don't bloody know what's going on. I'm just here to talk nonsense. <laughs> um But do you have? You said that now. You said that nonchalantly. Um, Radios, do you use radios?
1: Well, I
0: earpieces. I have have
1: done for events in the past, but uh, Mm. I've got a couple of bigger uh, weddings coming up this year that I want to to really use them for because just the distance that you travel I mean, the steps that you do in a day it's insane. Like the wedding hangover the next day not through alcohol may I add what shoes do you wear it's just crazy oh I have to wear well I am vertically challenged being five foot five foot and a half inch and that half inch is you know very important
0: that's your hair that's your quip yeah Yeah.
1: I have a massive Mohican. Uh, no, I I have to wear flat shoes. I mean, I, I for the ceremony part, I pop on some heels, um, and awesome then awesome. after that, it's flats all the way. And for setting up, obviously, it's like trainers. But yeah, flat shoes, comfortable shoes, is very important.
0: I think that there is, like we say with the clipboard, people instantly think you're clever. There's something to do with an earpiece. I just. I, I've only done one wedding where the team had earpieces and I instantly was intimidated. I was like, oh my God, this is so serious. <laughs> this is so highbrow. And then like, the way they put their hand in their ear. <laughs> yes, like, yeah. Calling, calling.
1: Calling, calling. One, two, three. But it's like that jailer, you know, the jailer yes. film.
0: wedding planner.
1: Yeah, everyone goes, oh my gosh, are you like, JLo on the wedding planner film, you know, with the headpiece. And, oh yeah. my gosh, I would yeah. love to do your job. It's so glamorous. It's like, so like, not. That is not what happens behind it. It's so tough. And, you know, I'm normally hoovering or sweeping or cleaning toilets or doing something to make sure that that attention to detail is there that the client doesn't see, but yeah. it ensures
0: their they have a seamless day. I mean, I've said this before and I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. When people say our wedding was flawless, nothing went wrong bollocks. Every single wedding, something goes wrong, but you don't know about it. And that means that you've got a good team.
1: Oh my gosh. I need to tell you another story.
0: Good. Go. Hit So me.
1: I did another wedding uh, about five years ago and it was in a marquee and there was no power, no water source, nothing sure. like
0: that. Sounds romantic.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we had a generator and actually there was a water source because <laughs> we were uh, using the water source to uh, pop some water in some jugs. And the water came out brown. So whilst they were having their ceremony over in the church, I hot-footed it to Tesco and bought (gasps) what felt like a million litres of uh, bottled water to ensure that everybody had drinking water on the table and throughout the day. The generator failed um, (gasps) during the speeches. (gasps) Yeah, yeah perfect timing right oh my god Uh, what i had to do is i had to stand by the generator and turn it on every time it turned off to ensure that they had for the rest of the night for the the rest of the speeches until um an engineer was able to come out and sort it
0: see and this i bet they had no idea the other one,
1: the other one, um, on that same wedding, um, there were quite a, really a few. This was a really bad wedding for you. <laughs> no, it was. Do you know what they? It was the mo- they had the most incredible day. And well, of course they did, because you were going arse over tit <laughs> to make sure that everything went and well. The last, the last thing happened was there were a couple of guests that failed to book a taxi. Oh, um, every time, very drunk.
0: Every time,
1: and so I said, "Guys, get in the car." I'll take you to where you need to go. <laughs> and that was at, you know, 2 a.m. or something. Get in, get in. <laughs> but it's all of those little things that actually they realize afterwards and they go, oh, my goodness, we were yeah. so glad to have you there. Yeah. We didn't have to worry about
0: any of that. Yeah, um, And that 100%. is what I'm there for. I'm that there exactly to take the stress away. For. And also you, I mean, it's it is for all wedding suppliers, it is a huge responsibility what we do because it is – so important to those people it's a lot of money even if you're doing something that actually isn't the most expensive out of all the other bits and pieces but it's still a lot of money and it's just so important so every supplier has that sense of pressure but I suppose when you've got a wedding planner I feel like the buck stops with you yeah like if I cocked up I would be like "Mm, sorry that was Liv's fault not this Liv that Liv." (laughs) I but that and that must be intense because that's kind of like why I would hire a wedding planner. If I wanted a wedding planner, I would hire one so that everything went through them. I didn't have to deal with anything. And that's that's a lot of pressure. That's like crazy.
1: It is a lot of pressure. And that's why you drink. the planning process is
0: <laughs> Yeah. That's why I drank no, in the day. No. <laughs>
1: some day drinking uh no it's it's why you have to be so thorough and the planning process is very I have a particular way of doing things and we communicate as a collective so myself and the couple communicate all the time and Mm. you build such a lovely bond with them Mm. and you know going back to the wedding friend thing I actually become friends with my clients moving forward and they tell me about things like having a baby or they're, you know, going to be in the area. Do you want to come for coffee or whatever it might be? And that just fills my heart with joy. And, but I, yeah, it's hard work and it's stressful what I do. What we do
0: as a wedding planning community is, it's hard work. Yeah. It's such hard work. And actually that's the other similarity I think when I when I say to people that I genuinely get very close to my couples and I genuinely care about all my couples, which people think strange. Like most I hardly sleep in the summer because I don't I'm so excited for the wedding the next day that I don't sleep, which is a real shitter. Um <laughs> so I, I genuinely care about all these people and they say to me, oh, well, then what happens? And Nine times out of 10, especially with the brides, we stay in touch, like you say. But actually, what I, what I find the hardest bit about what we do is very similar to being on stage in a play in that you become so close to these people and then the show happens, the wedding, the play, whatever happens, and then they're gone. That's it, moved on. And it's, I find yeah, that so, so hard. and you feel bereft you do I know. You feel when so I leave bereft, them at the yeah. end of the ceremony they're always like oh how long do you stay afterwards and I'm like well I normally stay for about an hour I just have a drink and have a chat to some of the guests and have a wander around take pictures and stuff and then I go and they're like <laughs> I'm just like okay bye bye and like, they just don't give a shit because like, I've done my job I'm off and that's fine that's how it should be but it's yeah I'm like oh and I. what's really bad is I do say to them quite often especially the ones I really click with I'm like I'm telling you now I'm going to go home I'm going to have a few wines and I'm going to message you like on your wedding night like that's that's where I'm at in my life is that I get a bit tipsy <laughs> and I like chase you <laughs> chase your well, friendship I,
1: I, grant, I grant you they would all absolutely love for you to just stay on and party with them throughout the night I would absolutely imagine that yeah, they, mm, yes. love they do
0: you. they do ask and I n- normally would say no because yeah, <laughs> actually, I mean I, I must tell you there was one wedding and they were getting married in Bath so it was literally 20 minutes from home. And I was doing the ceremony and we became really close and they were quite new to the area. So they didn't know lots of people. So they said, what we'd really like actually is for you to come to our evening reception. So not the main meal, but the evening reception. And it was in a sort of bar and restaurant. So the whole vibe was really chilled, low key. And I thought, you know what, it's, and they invited my husband as well, because of course, if I stay, I don't know anyone. Yeah. Um, and I thought well, they've invited James. Um, it's 20 minutes away. It's a night out, you know. I'm not sort of they're not paying for me to be there so to speak because I'm not eating kind of thing so I thought yeah do you know what I'm gonna go I really like these people I'm gonna go it was the only time I'd done it and so I went to the ceremony I conducted the ceremony I came home got my glad rags on went back into town and it was wonderful I was like a bloody celebrity by the time I got back they were all pissed (laughs) but then the bride rang me the next day and she said they're all from up north they're all from Yorkshire and she said she rang me the next day and she said everybody loved you and my I was dancing with her granny and granddad on the dance floor totally snozzled and she said that her, gr- her granny said to her that that were i'm gonna try and yorkshire accent now that were the best ceremony i've ever It's not yorkshire that's what <laughs> that's is that west, west country, country? <laughs> wait well how do i get into yorkshire if i'm doing irish i say oh. lorraine kelly Oh, Westley yorkshire hello Ch- oh there we go App- that's happy it valley. love happy that's valley. it love happy that's valley it, love. that's it happy valley so she said that were best ceremony i've ever seen but then later on outside bar, <laughs> I'm in outside, it now. bar. outside bar <laughs> she were outside having a drink and a fag and i thought that's not like any vicar i've ever seen
1: <laughs> oh that
0: is priceless love it and i thought oh my god see that's why people have this wonderful impression of me and, <laughs> and i'm outside having a cheeky bag and a drink dancing with the granddad and it's all gone to shit <laughs> <laughs> I love that
1: story. That's brilliant.
0: Uh, it was the accent that made it, wasn't it?
1: Oh, definitely.
0: So tell me then, what do you, what's your process in terms of inquiries? I imagine you get a lot and I imagine this time of year because it's the busiest time of year for inquiries in terms of um, engagement season being over Christmas. So people inquire with you. Do you have like a filter system? Like what do you mm-hmm. do if someone inquires and you're like, we're not, we're just not going to vibe? You know I mean? Well
1: everybody is welcome and um they come through and I basically get in touch as soon as I possibly can because I think getting in touch with people quickly is what 100%. people need and yeah. want. You know, if they're doing wedmin at 10 o'clock at night, if I'm they around an
0: email at 10 o'clock yeah, at night.
1: Yeah. You see, I don't actually have an automated system or anything like that because with what I do, it's quite niche and I like to be able to actually talk to those people directly firsthand. Yeah. So I get in touch and am absolutely thrilled that they've got in touch because I think as, as small business owners, we do do a little happy dance when yeah, we get an inquiry. Yeah, every email. Yeah, it's amazing. So, you know, I thank them and, and congratulate them on their recent engagement. And then I invite them straight away to book in a discovery call with me because I have to get to know these people and they mm. have to get to know me. And we need mm. to see whether we're going to be a right fit. And during that call, I asked them everything about, How did you get engaged? What are your hobbies and interests? What do you like doing? What, you know, I want to get to know these people as people. Because at the end of the day, like you've said, you like people. Yeah. And I find it fascinating. I just, I'm really nosing. I just love like hearing about their love story. I I think we
0: should be best friends, you know. I think we
1: should be besties. We (laughs) definitely need to meet up after this. The two lives on tour.
0: Yeah, I know. Um,
1: so, yeah, so we have this discovery call and then um, I send them a bespoke proposal based on everything they've told me and their kind of yeah. hopes and dreams about their wedding. And, yeah, it goes from there and, and fingers crossed it's the right fit. And we get them booked in and we have an initial meeting and that's it.
0: I suppose it, it does depend a lot on personality. For example, you know, if you're picking your wedding cake does it really matter if you don't like the baker not really as long as they can make a good cake whereas when you're picking a wedding planner you know you you've got to like you've got to like them as a person haven't you because you're you're kind of going to boss them around a bit and and they it, it's just it's got to be you've got to like each other you've got, you've got you got a wedding to. planner you don't like
1: yeah because you know you will be working with these people i don't know for about a year sometimes 18 yeah. months in advance yeah. for such a long time. And you're going to be communicating with them almost on a daily basis. Yeah. So you have to like them. The same with, you know, a photographer, someone like yourself. Anyone that's mm. going to have an impact on the day and you're going mm. to be working with, you have to get along with. It's mm. so important. And
0: people buy people, don't they? hundred percent. I always say that about photographers, especially because it, generally speaking, it's not in our nature as British people to be like, Oh, look at me, look at me and posy. Whereas if you've got a photographer that you don't like, you're going to tell that on the photos. Like, I just think you're going to know that they're going to be like, go away, Kevin, I'm not posing for you one more time. Whereas if you like the photographer, they will make you feel relaxed and at ease. And it's the same with a planner. I mean, like if you, if, you were my wedding planner and I liked you, surely you'd feel much better about helping me. <laughs> you don't want to help out so ungrateful, Cathy, do you?
1: That's it. So, you know, it is about that right fit from the beginning and that's why I always, always have the wedding discovery calls before
0: anything else mm. happens. So important to me. But then very difficult, what if you don't really gel? How do you phrase that? Thanks, no thanks?
1: <laughs> um, luckily, it hasn't really happened to me, but... yeah. If it was, I would just say, I would just say, you know, I'm not sure we're the right fit and I'm not sure whether my service offerings are going to be right for you at this stage. Um, But here's, you know, a couple of other people that I'd wholeheartedly recommend and go from there.
0: Oh, you're good, aren't you? that's good. You're good. You are. <laughs> I, be, I work Hi, with words. You. I don't know if you know I'm a writer by trade. That's good. That is real good. That is, <laughs> that is really you, good. That is like, that's that really good. That is. Do you have um, a certain type of client? Do you think?
1: Yeah. So I have an ideal client kind of avatar that generally comes to me. Um, yeah. Generally, people that are super, super busy and need mm. that support. Um, mm. They may be in you know, high-powered jobs, both of them, and they just don't have the time or really the inclination to mm. maybe want to do this because it, they know how much it's going to take in terms of time and effort. And also just getting access to the top, Quality suppliers that they just wouldn't have known about before. Um, I do work with overseas couples as well, generally America, um, who need someone on the ground in yes. this area in the Southwest to yeah. go to meetings, to go pop to the venue, um, and has the uh, you know advice and expertise for this area.
0: Well, where would you even begin if you don't even live in the country? It's hard enough you do. I know, yeah. exactly
1: that. Um yeah, and I work with a lot of couples from London generally that are coming over to the southwest to have that lovely
0: English countryside experience. Do you do... What's your ratio of sort of countryside, Cotswold, marquee chic to like industrial city centre?
1: Yeah, I don't... I generally don't do industrial city centre. That's not...
0: Not your vibe, well, not your not bag. well, no.
1: You know, I think it's really lovely. I just, I'm, I don't know whether I'm cool enough, to be
0: honest. Do you know, what? I was just thinking, <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm not cool enough. <laughs>
1: um, but, yeah, no, I mean, that. I know what you mean. Isn't that funny? And I think that it's really, you know, trendy these days to be having yeah, these city centre ways, trendy. and I love them, but I do gen- generally... Um, look after the sort of countryside marquee English very English heritage mm. style weddings yeah more
0: classic yeah and I think there, I mean what you do as wedding planners is, is is so much it must be really hard to like you you wouldn't be able to actually physically write a list because there's so much you do like you've already explained and you go above and beyond what you're supposed to do anyway um but I think it's it's having the foresight I think when it gets to a wedding, there's so many things that that to us are obvious. But actually, if you've never got married before or you've never thrown a big party or what have you, why would you know these things? Yeah,
1: that's exactly that. And the other thing that I've been told I'm fairly good at is being really honest, but in a
0: really kind hearted way. So I can imagine that. I feel like actually I want to just tell you about my life
1: yeah well you've got a really nice way about you another time we'll do that you can come to my therapy (laughs) therapy couch you'd Um, be a really good
0: therapist
1: okay maybe maybe we'll go for a change of career after this then um so yeah I'm very honest and I will tell my clients if I think an idea might not work because I've seen it over I've I've planned and run 200 weddings whatever it is these days can't remember I can't even remember but I've seen so many weddings take place and I know what works I know what doesn't and I am not afraid to come forward and give my clients that information well that's what Um, they're paying
0: for really otherwise why would they have you exactly um so yeah are there any weddings that really stick out are there any that were I mean we've heard about you know brown (laughs) water when you actually started that story I thought you were going to tell me that you took it from like a religious Um, font and you were like serving people home water not that bad um yeah so are there any weddings like or particularly amazing ones that stand out from over the years
1: I have absolutely wholeheartedly loved every Every single single wedding and I can't I just can't because they're all so individual as you know every person's different every day is different and I honestly feel so lucky to do this job it is the best job in the world, in my opinion. And yeah, just to be part of their special day is, wow, real privilege. I know, so. it is. It
0: is. It's a huge, huge honour. Um, so something I've spoken about on the podcast um, previously and something I want to pick your brains on is the whole getting married at home thing. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a, it's a, that's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. <laughs> It's a lot. That is a it's whole a different ball game to getting married at a venue, and I don't think people realise it. And people used to come to me when I worked at a venue and be like, "Oh, we know we thought of getting married at home. You know, it's just a bit easier, isn't it?" Or, or also, people think it's less money.
1: Yeah, so it, it always and takes me not. back. It always takes me back when people say, "Oh, we want to get married at our family home or whatever." It reminds me of *Father of the Bride*, which is my absolute favourite movie. Oh my of god, all time. Frank, Frank,
0: you know, catch. Fronk. I don't, I don't want the funk. I don't yeah. want funk. with the buzzing, the buzzing, musta bangs, Mr. bangs, musta bangs. Love it, love it. Uh, so
1: absolute, Steve Martin legend, and yeah. they obviously held Annie's wedding. Um, such a good film. Such okay. If you haven't ever watched this film, where have you
0: been? You the need only, to be watching this. The only other wedding-related film that I enjoy as much as that is My Best Friend's Wedding. That's one yeah. My also another time. corker. Mm. So it
1: always reminds me of that and all the crazy things that went on behind the scenes with Frank and, you know, Steve Martin character. Um, And yeah, it is a lot. It's wonderful that people want to get married at their family homes. I think if they've got the space, capacity for it, and the logistics surrounding it, like things like car parking and all of those things, then yeah, do it. I mean, the memories that you could have had during living you know living at your family home and then having that come full circle for your wedding day yeah there's nothing else like it that's incredible um but and it goes the same goes for marquee weddings as well and sort of in fields or other places marquee weddings
0: are are really
1: full-on uh, really people think, so oh, it'll be a bit cheaper. It might oh, it's know, in a yes, it'll it'll an be a bit less tent. It'll be It'll be much tent, less but...
0: money. We'll save money. No,
1: you won't. But it's really, <laughs> really not. Um, and I'm not trying to, to do anyone out of um, doing a wedding outside in, in a marquee or tent because they are wonderful celebrations. that's your
0: business. <laughs> and
1: that's my business. Well, I wouldn't have one if, if people didn't hold yeah. them outside. But they are really tough. And... There's so many elements that people don't even think about. Stuff like waste management. Yes, Where are you going to put all your bins? Where are you going to put all your stuff at the end of the night? Where's it going to go? Um, it's the littlest things electricity are you going to plug into the house or are you going to plug into a generator what capacity generator do you need what fuel do you need Um, are there uh, resources under the ground like um, you know services that you need to be made aware of like water, gas, electricity are you going to be You know, I'm just, I'm like
0: stressed thinking about it. I'm stressed listening to you describe (laughs) like a 100th of the issue. (laughs) Yeah. And also, and if you don't book a wedding
1: planner to kind of cover all of these things for you, you're also going to be dealing with stuff on the day, like Mm. your suppliers turning up and asking you questions. Yeah. You don't want that. You need to be totally in the moment because it goes by
0: so quickly and you don't want to be dealing with that stuff. No, 100%. That's when I spoke in an older podcast about getting married at home. The thing I ended on that I was like trying to be helpful for once. And I was giving all these tips and tricks. And then at the end, I was like, just have just have a wedding planner. I can't like I cannot stress it enough or at least at the very least an on the day coordinator. Because it's just it's it will it it'll ruin it for you, actually. There, I've said it. Yeah, I you're very true. <laughs>
1: say it because not enough people understand that hiring a wedding planner will actually possibly make
0: the day oh 110 percent and these days there are so many there are so many options the whole wedding industry has completely changed there are so many options there's like you say so many moving parts so many people so many things to pay and boxes to tick and collections to be made and deliveries to be done it's too much and you know even let's say let's say it's your wedding you're a bloody wedding planner and it's your wedding that you still don't want to be bothered with it do you even if you can do it why should you do it you're a bloody bride you should be doing nothing but being loved yeah and pampered and looked after you're the vip well exactly (laughs) how what tell me about your wedding where where when who why what hmm? (laughs) Okay, my
1: wedding. So it was Italian inspired, um, not in Italy, sadly, but in the English countryside, Back at Old Down, actually, where I worked. Oh, nice. And um, I always said I'd never get married there. You know, it was like a busman's holiday. Yeah. Uh, but I I just could I loved it so much. And I'd put so much love and effort into the, pl- the place that it kind of, again, came full circle. So,
0: well, that's yeah. a little bit like getting married at home, I suppose, isn't it? Like a little it bit. meant something to you. Yeah, it was a it definitely place. did.
1: But then the venue could deal with all the stuff. So I didn't have to yes. worry. <laughs> um, and one of my friends that work, worked there at the time, she coordinated everything so I knew exactly what was going on and and how it would be looked after and she did a wonderful job and they all did an amazing job there it was brilliant I used all the best people that I feel um at that time were amazing and it was just lovely I loved it it was very relaxed we had we had the best weather it was it was summer of 2018 um yeah and was there anything you'd
0: change
1: oh quite a few things actually
0: is it, your husband? James, is it your husband <laughs> bad bad guy no
1: not, not that guy but um... <laughs> he'll
0: do he'll stay he'll make round two don't you find it funny though because we go to all these weddings at every wedding I'm like oh I wish I'd done that oh, oh, I, would. Literally. oh I wish I'd done that oh I'd do that next time oh I do <laughs> And like you said, though, there's so many
1: influences now. Like yeah. Everywhere you look, there's wedding, so this, there, wedding, that. And so much mm. choice and ideas and Pinterest mm. and Instagram and all these things that you could do. I think I would possibly make it even more personal. So I would, I'd love have to. Have f- there. Like, well, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. actually, you say this. I, I got married in a church and we had a lovely time and it's what we wanted. But if we were to do it again, I would definitely have a celebrant like yourself. Mm. Um, running that part, because I am a big advocate of celebrant led ceremonies, mm. and uh, a lot of my clients want that kind of ceremony. Um, so they normally get married in their local registry office, literally sign a few things, mm. and hot fit it out of there, ready for the big day. Um, and they have someone like yourself run that that part of the day. And any time I've been to one of those celebrant led ceremonies, it's just insanely amazing, beautiful funny happy yeah. joyous and it's so personal and I think so that's personal. that you can't always get that in
0: other types of ceremonies and you must have it where people come to you and they're like I, I just want to do something different you know I don't want a wedding that everyone else has how can I make it different and of course there's no such thing as a new idea so actually there is a lot that you I mean there's a lot you can do to personalize a wedding but is there a huge amount you can do to make it really different I don't know But I would say straight off the bat, if you are looking for something different and for something personal, then you, then you would go for a celebrant because the ceremony is the reason you're there and it's written for you. It's the most important part of the day. It's (laughs) the most important part of the day and it's written for you. So unlike a a vicar or a registrar, they're going to say those same words to the next 10 ceremonies and the 10 Mm. ceremonies before. Whereas with that celebrant, even if, you know, last year I had 45 plus weddings, but every ceremony was still different. Every single one. Yeah, exactly. And, and that would be definitely one element
1: and other elements we would weave in the couple's personalities, their likes, yeah. maybe their heritage. Um,
0: yeah, that's you know, nice. I've, I've
1: got a wedding this summer and the bride is Hawaiian. Um, Fun. so we're going to bring some, um, lays in, she's going to get some lovely floral lays and give them to guests and they're going to, you know, there's just loads of influences that can be brought into the food and the drink and. Well, that's the other thing.
0: Nowadays, it's not like it used to be where everyone kind of gets married. You you don't really leave home and you, you marry the person from the village and then you get married in the village and then everyone from the village comes. <laughs> it's not like that. So people are from all different backgrounds and all different cultures and religions and beliefs. And your wedding should be should be a representation of who you are as a couple.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I love that. I love, once we've done... All the supplier sourcing and we booked all of that. We really then get into the nitty gritty and we talk about, okay, how are we going to make this wedding really personal to you both? And we we talk mm. and talk for hours about how we can integrate those things. So, yeah. what a jo- What a
0: joyous job you have.
1: It's lush.
0: Yeah. Isn't it? And just to talk about... I mean, yes, we joke about there being family drama and there is always bloody family drama and there's always going to be some upset or some dispute or some disagreement or whatever. But n- hopefully, anyway, 90% of the time, everyone's happy and in love and excited and and then yeah. it results in this magnificent day or two.
1: No, definitely. And um, you, you talk about disagreements and situations occurring and challenging moments. There's always going to be those things so yeah there's you know we're, we're yeah, in life as well as your wedding journey um and I also help my couples deal with those eventualities as well so mm. if I don't know there's an issue with a supplier or something like that I've got their back and I will help yeah. them resolve that without yeah. getting too upset and stressed about it I will go in as kind of a mediator to try yes. and work out a solution because it's all about providing solutions well that's um, what you're there for yeah so you're a problem that's another solver. thing that we you're take you're a fixer basically yeah fixer i yeah, like it you're
0: the, the hashtag the fixer <laughs> i might start using that yeah well i have wedding friend slash fixer <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna so use that now do you What's your ratio of venue weddings as opposed to at-home weddings or marquee weddings?
1: I'd say probably half and half now, but yeah. maybe waiting more on the the actual venue side because there's lots and lots of lovely venues in the southwest. We are very amazing. blessed, aren't we? We are. We are. In fact, we are blessed. I feel as a, a collective, there are so many amazing suppliers in our region. I know. Um, feel spoiled for choice, really. So, yeah, there are venues in our region that are more kind of dry higher that require definitely a planner and yeah. definitely a coordinator on the day.
0: Do so. you think? I think a lot of people um, th- immediately think that if you have a wedding planner, you have to be. A a somebody. You have to have a big budget and be having a big wedding and be really busy and important. And I can't plan my own wedding. Like I'm just trying to think outside the box what other people might think. What would you say to those people? Because that's not always the case, is it?
1: It's all down to what you feel is important for your wedding. So, Mm. yeah, everyone has a particular, some people don't, but most people have a wedding budget that they're trying to stick to, whatever that might be. But it's about priorities. What are your priorities? And if it is to actually feel really quite calm and really enjoy the process and have yeah. somebody to handhold hold the whole way through, mm. then having a planner, um, perhaps it might not have been on your list first of all, but having a planner might actually tick all those boxes for you and ensure that you have a really seamless experience.
0: Um, and do you offer so no, different like, not... levels, different packages? Yeah, different... I do. Yeah. I, offer,
1: I offer three different services. One is on the day, but actually that starts um, about six to eight weeks before. So they have everything, <laughs> we all know, know in the industry... That's a classic wedding. I do on the day, but it yeah. starts
0: six weeks before. I'll work for two yeah, hours and I'm here for three days.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally. Because that and we all know in the industry that is when things really, really ramp up, and yes. that is when it yes. starts getting quite stressful yes. for the client because everyone wants to be paid, and you know the timings need the to table be set, plan and the, the table. Yeah, but yeah, everything yeah. comes together during those last six to eight weeks. So I then take everything off their hands, make sure all the suppliers are set and know where they need to be, and then I I run the day. So that's that's my kind of on the day management service, and I name my services. <laughs> Because I am a, I'm a big royal family. Oh my um, God, so am
0: I. I. I honestly think we're the same person. Oh my know. gosh,
1: yeah. So I'm a big royal Royalist, watcher. Yeah, yeah. And um, so all my packages are named after royal residences. So I've got Buckingham, Highgrove and Windsor.
0: Oh, my God, I love you. I think I'm actually in love with you. Well, When we get married, we'll have... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have, do it right. We'll invite Prince Harry. Yeah. Um,
1: that's another story.
0: Yeah, so no, that's uh, a whole we're, we're, podcast. Don't get yeah. me started on that fiasco.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, so, yeah, so they're, so they're named after royal residences and they're different levels. So the Buckingham is for multi-day wedding experiences. So generally more suited perhaps to my couples that live abroad that want to have that quintessentially English experience. They'll come over, fly over, they'll go clay pigeon shooting or go to a spa for the day and really enjoy that build-up to the wedding. Yeah. Um, rehearsal dinner, which, of course, in America is is the norm, is the thing, yeah. which is becoming yeah. more popular here as well, and having that multi-day experience. So that's that's package one. And then the second offering is my kind of signature planning service. So that's literally from the moment you get engaged all the way to the wedding day. Yeah, um, And that's my most popular service. And then, of course, the on the day as well. So they're my three
0: offerings. Do you know, I would say 99% of my couples, when I get to the day and I get there an hour before the ceremony and I'm chatting, usually to the groom, sometimes to the bride, whoever, whoever. And I'm chatting and I'm like, oh, how are you? How's the last few days been? Have you slept? Blah, blah, blah. 99% of the time they say, bloody hell, I wish we had someone to help. Oh, like, honestly. And that's even if they've got a venue wedding, even if everything's sussed, even if it's a really chill, it's not so much, not everyone says, I wish we had a wedding planner for the whole thing, but nearly everyone says, I wish I had someone in the last two weeks that was around because it's the last, yeah, six to eight weeks, but the last, as it gets closer and closer, that is just, it's just the logistics. It's picking things up, it's building things, it's dropping things off, it's making things, things get broken. And Everyone, everyone says they wish they had someone there if they hadn't thought of it already. I
1: know. I know, and I get this all the time. It's so hard. You know, I'm really working hard to try and get that message across to people yeah. so they make that right choice at yeah. the very beginning. Um, and there it's, are some so, absolutely it's so we, important. Yeah, so important. And there are some incredible wedding planners in this country. There are mm. so many to choose from that offer different things and mm. have different personalities, and, you know, can work with you in different ways, so do have a look and and have a really good search and have a call with someone and just
0: see yeah. whether they are that right fit for you. And then, like you say, just be honest. And if you don't gel with them instantly, you just say like you know, thank you for your time, but sod off. You know, <laughs> yes. I must tell you, I must. T- I wasn't going to say this on the podcast, but it's you and your relaxing dulcet tones just bringing the truth out of me. um It's because I'm sat on the sofa recording this podcast. That I actually do feel like you're my therapist. Um, I had a wedding and um, it was, I won't say where, who, why, when, what, but I had a wedding and they had a wedding planner. And I was, I've never, I've never experienced a wedding planner like it. She was so miserable, it was painful to be around. And I just, I, I couldn't work it out. And I thought, well, is she, maybe she's just going through something maybe she's just having a hard time and I said something subtly to the couple and they were like no no she's always like this this is just how she is and it made me so angry because I thought oh do you know what like you say we you and I love people and we love getting to know people and helping people and being a part of people's stories that's why we work in weddings and she was It was just it it ruined the whole day almost because there was just this sourpuss walking walking around the venue, and I just thought, what slap a smile on your face like? What's very difficult about our job is that, like you say, we are only human. You and I also have children who don't care about our job, so if they're going to be sick, they're going to (laughs) be sick. Like, or if you know the nursery closes, we have to pick them up. We have real lives, like we cannot be one hundred percent, one hundred percent of the time. That's just not. you can't. No one can. But also, when you are working in weddings and when you do what you do, do what we do, put a smile on your face, love. Do you know what I mean? Love, you were in the wrong job. I mean, what, I know. what was she thinking? I mean, I Clearly not really, the right vocation for her. <laughs> it was really bizarre. I've, I mean, I've seen all different types of suppliers. I've probably, probably worked at over 2,000 weddings in my lifetime in the industry and I've seen all sorts. I've never seen one that miserable. I've seen ones that are stressed. I've seen people that are, get angry, but then they're like, oh God, I'm sorry, you know, because it is such a high pressure job. But it was it was just bizarre. It was bizarre. I imagine you to be very smiley on the day.
1: <laughs>
0: Do you have a bum bag? <laughs> I try bag? to
1: be. I am. I, um... <laughs> I want to invest in one, actually. because yeah, I, think I think you need a bum super... bag useful um no I I just naturally am a very kind of happy go lucky kind of person and I want that to shine through to my couples but not just to my couples but to their guests and I am there from the moment they arrive and I always make a a point of welcoming absolutely everybody into the the marquee or into the, the grounds or whatever it might be and say hello um, so lovely to meet you today. Uh, where have you come from? Where I'm in charge. From? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talk to me if you need anything. No, just just banter. You know, a yeah, bit of yeah, banter yeah. with people, and, and you're probably exactly the same because you're really chatty and friendly, mm. and it just sets such a lovely tone. And people go, "Oh, you mm, know." And so many people come up to me at a wedding in the evening and go, "You're like." You're everywhere. You just run around everywhere yes. and you're smiling and you're so happy and you're so helpful. And I know then that I've done my
0: job because. Good for you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. that is the sign. I think that is the sign of a wedding planner is that they are everywhere, but also nowhere. Yes. Do you know what I Discreet. mean? Discreet. Discreet, but they're everywhere. And if you look for them, a bit like a rat in London, you know? <laughs> Discreet rat. <laughs> See, this is what happens. This is what I bad on my Instagram because I just say what I think. It just comes out of my mouth. I've just compared you, my gorgeous darling podcast interviewee, to, to a, a rat. rat. <laughs> Cheers, Liv. <laughs> oh, Thanks. My Thanks, love. And now, are you an Olivia, a Liv, or a Livy? All three. All, all three of yeah, you, above. same same but d- I went,
1: different people call me different things it's funny
0: I'm I'm an Olivia professionally not only because Olivia Colman <laughs> obviously you've got <laughs> you got to rinse that but um because when I started to work in weddings and I would I would literally like hi I'm Libby oh hi Libby Libby how are you hi I'm Liv oh Elizabeth are you well like I don't know uh, do I have an accent am I not saying it right so I just think Olivia's better People yeah. don't, can't cock that up, can they? Exactly.
1: And then I, I'm lived to, to friends and family usually. Um, but yeah, the other thing, when I was at school, it used to be sometimes Oliver. And I'd be like, hang on a minute, you're a teacher. You're reading my name yeah. out and you're calling me Oliver. Honestly. People,
0: people are stupid.
1: <laughs> honestly. I'm like, i now turned into a boy too. Wonderful.
0: Were you from yeah. South of Gloucester?
1: No, I was born in Oxford and oh. um, grew up there, and then I lived in Essex for a little while, which is a oh. whole different
0: chapter of my life. I went now to, they to know how to throw a wedding. <laughs> the Essex lot yes, know how to throw do. a wedding. Yes, oh my do. lordy! Isn't it funny? Um, people have these cliche pockets of of um, of people at weddings, and actually, they're not wrong. An Essex wedding I went to was totally epic. I was going to I was going to say off the chain, but, like, who do I think I am? <laughs> um, and then also the Irish. Iri- the Irish, oh, the Irish. Love a wedding. <laughs> Get that Guinness in. They love a wedding, don't they? Oh, they are brilliant. I love the Irish. The um, Irish and the Welsh, so glam. Like, every guest had hair and makeup done. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, oh, Liverpudlians as well. Very glam.
1: Yes. Um, but love it. I love all that people watching stuff. It's brilliant. But, yeah, no, lived in Essex for a bit and then moved over to... Um, North of Bristol, South Gloucestershire, about
0: 15 years ago. So I've been here ever since. Do you love it? You're right. It's such a good place for our industry. I isn't
1: it? love living. Like, as a young person, I moved around a little bit and moved to different places, which at times felt really unsettling. Yeah. And then now I just feel. I'm settled. I'm I'm in my place. This is my home. And I just love that the fact you're so close to everything. You know, you can go down to Devon and Cornwall in a couple of hours, you can be down at the beach. You you know, you're close to London, Birmingham, the north, just everywhere, Wales. You're just so central. Do you work only within a certain area or will you go anywhere? Generally I like to stick to this area for a number of reasons, but mainly because I have a fantastic list of suppliers that I use and they yeah. cover this area and I like to be able to to recommend them wholeheartedly if I was chosen for a wedding up in Yorkshire for example you I just wouldn't I wouldn't know anyone I yeah. wouldn't be able to confidently recommend those people and your team I call them the wedding a team nice. are another little cheesy thing
0: yeah love it. And the wedding
1: a team you know they are the people that make your wedding complete, and they have yeah. to be good. And I, when I, you've got a good yeah. team
0: of suppliers, it's a whole different thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I just love this this area. It's just so beautiful. So many amazing
0: places. So yeah, I'm sold. I'm here now. How far up the at supplier list do I sit? Am I like? Do I? Is my name in like a bold font? It is or now, is it like italic. <laughs>
1: No, you are there. You are there. You are right up there, and, um, next isn't time it, I have an inquiry, you are going to be isn't on my it list. so
0: lovely because I do think as a community, as an industry, there doesn't maybe I'm being naive, I don't know, but there doesn't seem to be competition. It's just camaraderie. I feel like everyone really helps each other out, yeah, and I think that has i think back in the day, there was
1: a bit more i don't know competition, yeah. But these days, I think because of social media and it's so easy to connect with people now, yes. it's all about collaborating and getting rid of that com- competition factor because we can all help each other. You know, yeah. I, I, um, I'm i friendly with lots of wedding planners um, in the area that do very similar things to me. And I think they're all wonderful. And if I can't help a couple, I will pass on. A dis- yeah. and they've won business because of it. Yeah. And I'm really happy to do that. And I want to do that. I want to support people who are doing similar things to myself. Um, oh, of it's course, about being like, each I other's think, cheerleaders.
0: Exactly. And like you say, with social media, it's changed that as well. Because I think now you're seeing the person behind the company, behind the brand. So you're you're getting to know that person. And quite often in the wedding industry, people are self-employed and they work on their own. Yeah. It's lonely, so, it can be really lonely. Yeah, it can. So it's quite nice to have that community that you can reach out to and talk to about it. And also it's a bit like, you know, it's the kind of job or the kind of industry where you don't really get it unless you're in it.
1: Exactly, yeah. So you can and actually you've got to talk, talk to love someone it and because have it a, is
0: yeah. hardcore hours and hardcore um, pressure, responsibility and stuff. And, you know, I said to my friend the other day, I was like, what can we do next month? Because between the months of May and October, you're dead to me. I don't even like, I have no life.
1: Exactly. And, you know, it's not just couples you're dealing with. It's your family and your friends that have to understand that you're not always around. it's, you know, it's not the most sociable of jobs, even though you're working in a very sociable job.
0: You're right. That's so true. Yeah yeah that's so true so now tell me before I let you go what if you were going to give I haven't preempted this so you're probably going to panic but don't worry because we'll edit out the pause <laughs> if you if you were going to give three top tips to people from you Olivia host weddings and events what would be your top three tips for potential couples
1: well the first one uh, would be hire a wedding planner <laughs> Uh-huh. You won't. You will not regret it. You will not regret yeah. it. So do that for sure.
0: I, I can't think of anyone who has ever regretted it, apart from maybe that couple who had that miserable cow. But apart yeah. from that, I yeah, like you can't regret it. You can't. How can you regret it? How can you regret asking for help? Exactly. Exactly. Um. Second, um, point would be
1: on the day. Make sure you and your other half have some time alone, just the two of you. So whether that's I don't know. Maybe you're, you've got a lovely car taking you from the ceremony to the venue, or I don't know, there's some time during golden hour when you're having some photos and the photographer leaves you alone, just have some time to just go, oh my goodness, we are married. This is so lovely. Like, let's just love take that. this moment in. And and the other one is, is similar on the same kind of vein, but when you're sat down having your wed- wedding breakfast and everybody you love is in that room, just look around you. Look at everybody's expressions. Look at their faces. Look at, you know, just the hilarity yeah. that people, that everything that people are experiencing with you and just take an image in your mind and you'll be, you will know, be transported back. And if I am able to have a fourth, um, please, it would be to to um, hire a videographer.
0: I knew you were going to say that, obviously because we are as one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, because moving image and, you know, as life moves on, And perhaps you don't have children or you don't want children, but if you do decide to have a family, you can show your family your your wedding and and allow them to be part of that. Also, on the flip side, you know, when life moves on, people leave us in our lives. And if you're able to actually see your grandparents in moving image or even hear their voice, it just transports you back to such a happy day. And because it goes very quickly, and every single person I know who's, been married says the same thing it just goes so quickly it just I wish we could do it all over again having a video and a film to watch means that you can just relive it time after time and actually myself and my husband we try and watch it every year on our anniversary because it does it just transports you back to that point and you always pick up on something new whenever you
0: watch it, you think oh my gosh I didn't know that happened or yeah
1: so that would be a real top tip
0: babe I can't like that I can't if if I wasn't on my own I'd be encouraging a slow clap The the best top tips. That third one, actually, I that's one of my top tips overall, and it's hard to pick just three. Is to is to stop and to look around at people as they are at your wedding enjoying themselves, because it's you're never until your funeral. You're never you're probably never going to have everyone you love in one space at one time, and it is just it's oh god, just hearing you talk about it. It's 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 absolutely magical, isn't it? It's golden.
1: And you, these are the moments we live for.
0: These are the days <laughs> of our lives. Any excuse, any
1: excuse for a sing song. Do
0: you um, think maybe we should prefo- We should go on the road. Do you think maybe we should go on tour?
1: <laughs> yes, I am so there for this. Let's let's do it
0: let's do it what could we do we could do like a wedding act like (laughs) like, the wedding crashes yes we could do our own version the UK wedding (laughs) crashes we just get really pissed and just I don't know cause a fight with the band or something
1: (laughs) I don't know whether that would be great for our business but you know we could try it who knows
0: my darling I I just wonderful I just want to drive on down to the south of Gloucester and give you a cuddle. I really do. Well,
1: ditto, my dear. It's um, been an absolute pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. I could talk to you forever. Um, Let's do every... a coffee date. Yes, please, can we? Because yeah. I feel like we're not that far from each other, are we? No, we're not. And also, you've got two boys and I've got a child that acts like a 15 year old boy even though she's a three year old girl so they'll be fine they can just go off and play together go to some lovely soft play somewhere. yeah we'll take them to soft play yeah leave them for an hour hope for the best yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming on because i know you're super super busy are you got I'm an absolutely manic year ahead um yeah i'm quite busy actually and with the wedding consultancy
1: that really yeah so that we didn't even get so to talk well.
0: about that we're gonna to have to get you back on another episode uh, wonderful can't wait Thank you so much for listening. It really does mean the world. If you find this podcast even remotely helpful or moderately entertaining, share with all your friends and family. You can DM me any questions, queries, if you want to share any stories, on the podcast Instagram at I'll Marry You Podcast. Get in touch. I want to hear all your tall tales. See you soon. I'll Marry You is a podcast by Olivia Coleman. The music is Mr. Sunnyface by Wayne Jones and the show is produced and edited by Drew Toynbee.